When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, it's your boy, Freddie. Uh, before we get the show started, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been um, patiently waiting for a new episode from Boys Next Door. Um, there are some changes. Some things have happened uh, in regards to why the show took a long-ass break. Um, you know, we won't even really get into that, but just know I take full responsibility for it. But I'm here now. Uh, we're going to get some new episodes out to you guys. Um, hopefully on a more consistent basis. I like to put them out every week because I feel like the more I'm in y'all face, the more y'all will start fucking with me. Um, but yeah, I appreciate everybody who's been reaching out. Where's the episode? We're listening. Um, I actually got a chance to look at the numbers. Like the pl- people have still been listening to the old episodes. I really appreciate that. So, 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 so much. Um, um, I can't promise like weekly episodes, especially at this time of the year, because it's the holidays, everybody's going to be, you know, so I don't know, but I am going to try to get, um, many, many, many episodes out as possible. And, uh, again, thank you to everybody. Please remember to continue, uh, rating, reviewing and subscribing, uh, tell people about the show. The more people who know about it, the more people who will listen and hopefully, hopefully you like it. Um, okay, let's get into the show. Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one, the one, the one, the one, the one, Stop posting me on your blogs. I'm an icon. There's nothing you can do to erase me. I'll never go anywhere. I rise to the fucking top. I am the best female rapper of all time. Now who wanna suck my pussy? And those are the words from the queen. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of the boys next door podcast i am so excited to be back on the motherfucking mic recording and talking shit um this week is just you know like it's gonna be like my introductory back into this thing i gotta get back used to doing it um but uh by the time you're hearing this today is november 22nd and it is the ninth anniversary of pink friday which is the debut album by the queen herself um not only do I stand Nicki Minaj, I stand Pink Friday. That album to me is um it's such a staple to not only female hip hop but hip hop, I think. Um it's just a classic album. It's one of those albums you can just go back to and just like 
play and everything still sounds fresh it everything takes you back to where you were at the time when you first heard the album so i just wanted to really take today and uh celebrate the birthday of this album now i am going to be giving this album lots of rave reviews um i'm sort of biased to it but i you know i will give uh an honest review of each song and with that being said this is not my favorite Nicki minaj album um the pink print has that top spot for me for me it's the pink print it's and then it's pink friday and then it's queen and then it's uh roman reloaded um and maybe i don't know should i break down why it's in that well for me the pink print is just like it was so grown and it's so it's so it was so much more relatable to me as an adult because when pink friday came out i was 14 um so i guess i could relate you know how you be young you be singing songs you really don't got no business singing you think you can relate to what's going on like why am i 14 singing right through me like you see right like girl who am i singing to who who who's seeing right through me child i ain't even had no nigga and um so yeah but the pink print was more like i was grown i had been through i don't want to say relationships but i had i had dated and so i could definitely relate to a lot of the stuff she was um rapping about the content was just more mature and then um pink friday to me has to come in second because um on my favorites because you know uh i mean well the pink print came and the pink print said well baby girl you're gonna have to move over sweetie this is my spot so i let her have her spot and then queen for me i always say queen is lyrically um nikki's best album if we want to talk about like bar for bar um queen was kind of dark it kind of reflected like how nikki was feeling when she put it out definitely but um that would have to go number three and then roman reloaded and not because roman reloaded is quote-unquote trash i don't think roman reloaded is trash but i think compared to the other girls <laughs> in the words of new york she's a cute girl cute next to gorgeous gorgeous is gonna you know devour cute um i just think it wasn't it wasn't organized it was all over the place i mean i guess it had a flow she kind of started off with the rapping and then it went to the r&b and then it went to the pop um and so that kind of worked for that flow if that's what she was going for but like as a cohesive it wasn't cohesive and i also think queen was her most is her most cohesive album as well but today we are talking about pink friday and to start it off we're gonna play my favorite game pick a wall boots and i know y'all thinking how are we gonna play pick a wall ain't nobody else there to pick no walls well i played it with y'all on instagram okay and i let y'all i let y'all do the picking and so i'm gonna read the results right now when did you back me into a wall i want to i want to know that okay i really want to know that because i want to see you do it <laughs> Boop. 
um, the first question I asked was, um, what was the first question I asked y'all? Let me get it together. Hold up. Cause you know, now I'm on the Instagram and I see a, um, a thirst trap and I had to, I had to go back and like that. Okay. The first question I asked was, what is your favorite song off the album? Um, a lot of people said, here I am, save me, catch me, right through me. Um, we gonna come back to catch me because a lot of you motherfuckers is sleep on the motherfucking uh, best song on that album. And I, I'm not here for it. Um, dear old Nikki. Um, okay. Blazing. I like blazing until we get to Kanye's part. And then it's like, I tune out. And it's not that Kanye's part is bad. <laughs> we gonna get we gonna get back to that um a lot of i'm the best girls fall like dominoes a, f- a forgotten gem the whole album wave your hand uh roman's revenge uh there's a lot of roman's revenge somebody said roman holiday and i just i don't know if you're trolling me or not but uh there's a jail cell waiting for you after this podcast airs okay okay um now, in terms of picking a wall, uh, Roman's Revenge or Did It On Them, 70% of you chose Did It, I mean, Roman's Revenge over Did It On Them, which, I mean, I can get, like, you know, I, I get it, but Roman's Revenge is not coming on in the club. Roman's Revenge is something you play specifically, like, you want to, you have to want to hear this song to just be playing it. And I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, I be wanting to hear it, so I be playing it. But I'm like, that's not coming on the club. Did it on them? It's coming on in the club. That shit is is knocking every time. Uh, I'm the best or fly. Fifty five percent of you chose I'm the best over fly. I tried to kind of group the songs up. Like to me, I'm the best and fly like are like very like motivational. Um, like yeah, get it together type shit. So that that's what I was trying to do. And fifty five percent of you chose I'm the best. Um. Uh, moment for life or last chance i both feel like those songs i feel like both those songs um kind of it's like yeah like i don't know i don't really know why i put those two together they they but they kind of sync up uh 68 of you chose moment for life over last chance save me or catch me 74 percent of you chose save me and honestly there are no wrong answers here but i just want to say y'all have to stop sleeping on catch me that song speaks to me on a on an entirely different plane like it's it's out of this world it's my favorite song um wave your hand or mooney 78 percent of you chose mooney mooney is a bop can't deny her here I am or blazing 69% of you chose blazing which I mean I kind of get but it's kind of confusing because then it's like you still have Kanye on blazing and it's like you kind of got to sit through that right um check it out or super bass I tried to you know those are the two most dance pop records on the song on the album um so 72% of you chose super bass um between Eminem on Roman's Revenge and Lil Wayne on Roman's Revenge, 73% of you chose Eminem, and I would have to agree with that. Uh, Wayne's was cool, but Eminem on it is it's iconic. Uh, right Through Me or Your Love, this was a tight one. 52% of you chose Right Through Me. That's a tough one for me. I, I don't even know if I could pick one of those. Now, for those of you listening, I want you to play along. This is a bonus question, okay? Which song was originally the lead single off the album? Your choices are Your Love, 
I Get Crazy, Massive Attack, or Did It On Him? Which one of these songs was originally the lead single? Go ahead and guess. I'll take your time. Okay, the answer is uh, Massive Attack. A lot of people don't know that Massive Attack um, came first. Um, it was supposedly the lead single off the album, and it flopped. Nobody liked it. Nikki doesn't even like it. And so, <coughs> excuse me, they scrapped it, and then they tried to pass it off. Oh, it was just a buzz single. It was just a lie, y'all. Just didn't like the response it got, which is fine. I think Massive Attack is a bop. Uh, Nikki did say later on, like, she was like, it had no beat. It was just like, you know, whatever. But And even Sean Garrett recently said um, he, uh, Nikki didn't even want him to stay on the song. Like, she wanted to sing the whole song herself. And I wonder if that would have worked better. I don't know. But to me, Massive Attack is just like. It's a really fun song. I, I, I get why people didn't get it, but I love it. Um, and the video is still like top five, one of her best videos for me anyway. Um, so let's get into the breakdown of the album. So first of all, let me just say, you know, I, I defend Nikki a lot and people, you know, I am, I do consider myself a barb. I'm not. I'm not as like crazy of a barb as I was when I was 14 and 15 and 16, you know, I, and I was just telling one of my friends this the other day, like, I really like once I started paying like real human bills, like, you know, you know, working a job and like, you know, having, having a paycheck and then having to give most of that paycheck to somebody else. I worked for this check and I got to give it away just so I can keep my shit going. That's when I, you know, I started becoming an adult. I wasn't like super, super, super like diehard on Twitter like that. You know, there was a time when Nikki followed me on Twitter and then she unfollowed me and then she followed me back. And then my account got deleted and, you know, I never saw that follow again. But I digress. Um, it, it was it, it it got different for me when I became a real adult but as a kid like um you know there was to this day there's nothing you can tell me about Nicki Minaj you know I first discovered her through ringtones you know back in the day everybody had a flip phone and everybody had bluetooth so if you heard somebody with some fire ringtones you're like oh bluetooth me that let me get that and so that's how I discovered Nicki Minaj I discovered her um like I got a couple of her ringtones from somebody and um, one, a couple of them I remember specifically were um, Slumber Party, got that super soaker pussy pop like cola coca plus it's tighter than the choker, got him smiling like the, that's that in it, in it, in it, yeah, that, and um, I had Keys on the Palm Trees um, on there, um, it's like I get chills down my spine when I near them. Now I'm gonna turn to bad. I don't fear him. I don't need the preaching. I'm the high priestess. Everywhere I go, I get high. Nice to meet you. Bitches know I beast this. I'm the fashionista. And they know I stay up in the sky like. Wait. <laughs> I'll be forgetting the words. Anyway, you get the point. Um, And I, I had a couple other her ringtones too. So that's how I discovered Nicki Minaj. I went on to just be like a super fan. At the time, we nobody was calling them stands. But. You know, I, I was I was going on uh, LimeWire and downloading all her songs or, you know, getting it from YouTube, making 
mix cds y'all remember mix cds oh my god like these kids today they would never know you would get the cd you would burn it so i had like a couple of cds with just all of nikki's songs on it and at the time i didn't even know that i didn't even know what a mixtape was to be perfectly honest with you so i didn't even know she had mixtapes until i kept digging into her shit so i made I would bootleg all her mixtapes. So I had a Sucker Free mixtape. I had a Playtime is Over mixtape. I had a Beam Me Up Scotty mixtape. And then I had like a mixtape with just the, the other stuff that wasn't on those mixtapes. So like the the loose stuff, like getting paid and, you know, songs like that. And so, of course, when it's time for Nicki Minaj to release her album, me at 14, um, I'm like, uh, hell yeah what was i 15 i don't know i think it was 14 this was 2010 when the album came out so i was um so i was there and and um i was super excited when the album came out the album was supposed to come out november 23rd which was going to be a tuesday because at the time that's when albums were coming out on tuesdays and then you know around that time her album was coming out they started albums started coming out on monday so the album got pushed up to November 22nd and uh so the album came out and I was just like super excited I remember it was raining the day I went to go get it I had to go get it on a Tuesday because they they had moved the date up but I I if I'm if I'm recollecting and I don't know if I just made that word up that somebody somebody check that if I'm recalling correctly um the album wasn't available physically because they were physical cds were still a thing back then and this was nine years ago um they didn't have it in the best buy so i ended up going on a tuesday if i'm remembering correctly but either way i went to the best buy i got my copies um i ended up getting a clean copy on accident so i had to go back and you know get the dirty version mind you i'm all of 14 like on the bus traveling in the rain trying to make sure i get this cd um and so from there this is where we start the review and we're gonna start with track one i know I just talked your ears off about a lot of nonsense but we're gonna start with track one i'm the best i'm the best is like the quintessential like album opener this is the this is the opener you want to hear on everybody's album it's just like it's like the rags to riches story i'm here now story these bitches can't take me they ain't gonna never be able to take me and as long as i'm here they ain't taking my crown that's kind of what i'm the best was um bar for bar it's just like her spitting her truth it's not she's not really trying to be like um now granted there are some lyrical moments in 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 here like um when she says which means I gotta fly like a movie, no commercial. That's young money, cash money, yeah, I'm universal. Like, you know, she still fits in her punchlines and shit, but really on this track, she was trying to tell her story. And I remember when I first heard this song, I cried because when, when she got to the part, I remember when I couldn't buy my mother a couch. Now I'm sitting at the clothes and bought my mother a house. I don't know why that made me cry. Like, I know her and her mama, but I was i was in my feelings i was like <laughs> she bought her mama a house now like she really made it like she really did this shit and so that song for me is always special um one of my favorite bars is telling bitches get a stick i'm done leading the blind 
when she and when I first heard that, I I immediately felt where she was coming from because for the people who don't know, when when Nikki was first coming up, she would rap about how she wanted other girls to get on, and it's literally it's documented. Like nobody can deny this. She would say, "I'm doing this for you." Every time a door opens for me, that means you. She said that in Still I Rise, and she said it on this song. I'm fighting for the girls that never thought they could win. But then it's like, I feel like around this time, and I do remember her doing an interview, kind of saying this. It was like, you know, at first I was doing this for the girls, but now it's just like I. she kind of felt like it wasn't being reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm, I'm sh- I, I want y'all to do this, but y'all hating on me, and y'all like... Y'all shitting on me and all I'm trying to do is help. Y'all don't see that I'm helping y'all. Um, so that's the kind of vibe that I got from I'm the Best. It's 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 one of her best album openers. It's probably I don't want I don't know. I don't know if I would say it's the best, but it's probably in the same ranking as I had my albums. The pink print, you know, when all things go, I feel like that's because that's so like emotional and personal. That that that's number one and then yeah. But this is so 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 hard. Um, track two, Roma's Revenge. Now Roma's Revenge came out on Halloween in 2010, and she was fed the fuck up, y'all. She said, "You know what? I'm 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 really tired of th- of this bitch bothering me. I did nothing but show this bitch love, and she wants to be mad at me, and you know, and just do all this extra shit." And it's like, "Well, baby girl, now I have." to i have to show you why you don't want to fuck with me and that's exactly what she did on roman's revenge it's, it's it started off you didn't really know what she was going with it i am not jasmine i am aladdin so far ahead these bumps is lagging see me in that new thing bumps is gagging i'm starting to feel like a de- you know that that sound like something that he would do and then it goes into um it goes into you out of work i know it's tough but enough is like <laughs> you really just you went there and immediately once you got into it, you knew that she was responding to all the bullshit with Kim and how all that shit was going. And then at the time, Kim and um that girl keys the problem who <laughs> OK, girl. Right. Um, They had been buddy buddy because it was like, oh, well, Key's this Nicki Minaj. And so now it's time for us to team up. And that kind of, that's kind of like the story of Nicki Minaj's career. Whenever there's one girl that doesn't like Nicki and there's another girl that doesn't like Nicki, they team up and then they become super haters. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 that's kind of like the story of her life, to be honest, Um, as far as I can tell in her career. These girls, they just they start teaming up after they have a problem with Nikki even as much as is even as recently as and I, I I I hate to say it but like this this whole cash doll thing is like baby girl where this come from she said Nikki came in her sideways and I feel like it was over some fan shit and honestly they both could have like ignored that like y'all didn't this didn't have to be a thing you know what I'm saying but Nikki handled it privately and then Cash Doll brought it to the light when like you know people knew that she had unfollowed Nikki but it was like girl you brought it back up just to stir some mess up because nobody was really nobody was really that invested in it and if Nikki had came at you so sideways and you called her delusional why was Nikki still following you Nikki didn't get online and throw a temper tantrum she didn't get on Queen Radio and talk shit she handled it privately and then you brought it to the light you know what i'm saying that's and then 
you know, coincidentally, she's hanging out with Cardi and she's supposedly dating partisan now. And it's like, it's just real convenient how these people start to link up after they have an issue with Nicki Minaj. With that being said, I still like Cash Doll. I think Cash Doll's a great rapper. Um, it's just hella convenient if you get my drift. Um, back to Roman's Revenge, though. Then we get into Eminem, who's just, he's being Eminem. Um, or Slim Shady, because remember, this is Roman and Slim Shady. This isn't Nicki and Eminem. Um, and, he, and I know Eminem's first by heart. I love his verse. Um, I was thrown off in his second verse when, you know, he used the F word. But, you know, we, we won't even get into that. Uh, the second verse, Nikki's second verse is what put the icing on the cake. You know how you make a cake and, you, you know, you, 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 got, you got your flour and your milk and your eggs and your sugar and, the, you know, the bacon shit and whatever you use to make a cake. And you twist it all up and then you throw it in the oven and then you come out and then you put the icing on that bitch. You know, it's already sweet, you know, sugar all through the bitch. And then you get the ice and then you just, and you ice the bitch. Ice me out. She iced the fuck out of that. Nigga, she just mad because you took the spot. Worth that bitch mad because I took the spot? Like, she's talking to herself on the track. Kind of like that thing she did with Monster, that back and forth thing. Nikki, she just mad because you took the spot. Worth that bitch mad because I took the spot? Well, bitch, if you ain't... No, 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 no. Okay. Did what she had to do. Did what needed to be done. And that was it. Now, granted, Nikki continued to drag him for at least two, three more years after this. Like, she just, like, you know, whenever she felt like it. Um... I mean, it's kind of, you kind of get what you deserve. You start with Nikki, she's going to have to vanish it. Um, so that's from Ms. Wrench. Track three. Oh, child, I wasn't trying to keep y'all this long. I'm just running my mouth, huh? I was. I thought this was going to be quick, but, you know, I got stories. Did it on them. I mean, I mean, what, what, I, I mean, that's it. That's the tweet. Did it on them is, like, one of her hardest songs, and it's, like, it, it's not it's not where all these bitches is my son's uh start well it kind of is and you know she just she's been flipping these bitches is my son's bars for her, like a long time she's been doing that since um her mixtape days goddamn ain't even pregnant but i'm birthing bitches you know she's been doing that for a while so she just kind of like keeps flipping it and did it on them is just real hard it comes on in the club everybody's got their arms up they throwing their number twos up they know every word it's just and the video was fun too it was like a collage video which was different not many people i haven't really seen that type of video done a lot <clears throat> so uh yeah did it on them i mean there's not much it's self-explanatory hard 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 right through me now I see I see what she did. You know, she started off real hard and then she wanted to go to soft stuff. So it's okay. It's fine. We can do we can do right through me. Right through me. Uh love this song. It was like your love's little sister because your love came out first. And so um 
it's like right through me came on in and just like you know made it even more softer and gave her another hit it showed that Nikki was multifaceted she wasn't always you know rapping fast or always talking about bitches as being her sons and she actually had depth and she was talking about her relationship um and so now in hindsight we know who she was talking about but I think even at that time like the, everybody knew who she was talking about but um <clears throat> am I losing my voice in the middle of this recording like what's going on um it's a very emotional song talks about the ups and downs in a relationship but at the end of the day we still got each other boo boo I still got you you still got me baby boy and we love each other even though you get on my fucking nerves and I want to stab you but I can't do that because I love you um it's that type of song I love it it's just it feels good you don't even have to be in love or be sad or be in a relationship to enjoy this song um really really dope the video was amazing that was like for me at the time I hadn't seen that side of Nikki yet she did a little acting even though now you know (laughs) I laugh at the acting a little bit now stop don't walk out embarrassing me in front of other people stop you know it was it was it was a little much it was i'm I'm not gonna i'm I'm not gonna hold y'all like it was a i was like okay but it was cute definitely um definitely enjoyed it and for those of you who didn't know the 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 um the love interest in right through me is the same love interest in regret in your tears which is also one of those songs that people sleep on don't appreciate it fly I can't I can't begin to explain to you guys how many times I've cried my eyes out to fly. Um, You know, we all have our moments when we just be going through shit. And even me at. um, I don't I don't the, the song always affected me. But, you know, as I got older and became like a young adult and things started to become more real for me and I would put on fly, I it would just take me out. And I and I don't want to trivialize it trivialized gospel music by saying like fly to me is like a gospel song but when I think of gospel I think of songs that uplift me encourage me or you know let me feel you know what I'm saying fly is one of those songs that let me feel and it's like bitch after you get done feeling get start feeling the bag you know what I'm saying get up and get yourself together because you know you in this moment now but you're gonna transcend um it is it's the way she, the the thing she's talking about and the way she's spitting in the in the conviction and 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 the you know just the whole energy behind the song and then Rihanna singing over it it's just like the the whole song for me is just like uh like when i need a pick me up i definitely go to fly um save me save me is another song that <sighs> takes me out sometimes not 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 so much now um you know but it 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 has taken me out a lot because you know Nikki always sang in her songs but this was the first song Nikki like sang all the way through like she didn't sing and then rap or rap and then sing on the hook like she sang the whole song we hadn't seen that from Nikki until this song and I remember she did a BT BT special and she was saying um how excited she was for this because she was singing on the whole song and she like it, the song is so emotional um obviously about a relationship and it's just like a really beautiful song 
the vocals are they fit nicely you know nick and nikki's no beyonce we know this but this song is so sweet to me and it's just like uh, this time you save me this time you save me now if we want to talk funnies on this song nikki was on the britney tour and those of you who know what i'm about to say know what i'm about to say she she was on the britney tour and she was performing this song she was real extra with it though it was just like roman roman is uh roman's energy is low needs to reboot system failing roman needs to reboot and so then she starts singing and then she's flailing all around the stage and rolling around and falling out and it's really extra it's like okay all right sister we get it okay you ain't got to be doing all that um save me is definitely in my top five from this album it's hard to for me it's hard to pick a top five from this album it's like it's just like song after song after song is so great um next up we have moment for life now when moment for life came out not gonna lie played the song all the way through these days after nikki's finished next it's not that i don't like the song i just i don't mean i really don't need to hear drake's verse like i just i don't care but nikki's verse is so like it's a snap it's it's a it's a shorter verse but it's like it says a lot in the time that she has you know it's just like i'm doing this i'm winning i'm feeling good i'm i'm going to higher places i feel like this is a time that i never want to forget and i always want to be here the video kind of encapsulated that she got her acting on again we saw martha in the video one of my favorite Nicki minaj videos um the song is just so emotional when i when i first when she when i saw this on tour she does this on tour and she like kind of like mixes it into her um slower section and it was my first time seeing her i was in the audience bawling do y'all hear me like in this song at the time during this you know the set that she had for that show this kind of kicked off the slower section you know what i'm saying and i was just in my feelings with a child um online it didn't really kick off the slower section i think she started the show with all things go so you know that should tell you something the show kind of started off like that but it was I was in my feelings once Moment for Life came and, you know, I feel like we kind of made eye contact. She was looking at me and she was like, you're going to have this Moment for Life. And I was like, you motherfucking right, bitch, because I'm in my motherfucking feelings. I was crying. Um, Santana, that person, crying. Um, <laughs> um, that's Moment for Life. I love Moment for Life. It's just such a such a beautiful song. Check it out. Check it out with Will I Am. Fun, 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 fun song. I uh I love the song. I love the choreo in this video. <laughs> she performed it uh at the VMAs. That was her first um like TV performance um on the pre-stage, pre-show stage. Um 
and it was a fun pop song until we get to the end and then it's still fun and poppy but she's still giving you girls bars because she was like the dun dun the dun dun the sun dun yep the sun dun came up but we still have a dungeon the dun dun yep london competition why yes i will love some i don't they get mad because they run done mad because i'm getting money in abundance man i came in kind of all these hundreds devil bags every time i go to sun trust i leave the rest just to collect interest i mean interest fuck my nemesis exclamation just for emphasis and i don't sympathize because you a simple bitch i don't pop a Oh, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm eating like gummy worms. And it's like making my mouth. And they sour too. And it's like making my mouth like salivate. You know when you you eating something real juicy. And your mouth just get the overflowing. And these are so good. And y'all know, you know, just sidebar. When I'm eating like sweets, I like I like water with my sweets. Because I just feel like I need to balance out the trash. So, um, I'm eating my gummy worms and I'm taking like sips of water. It's just making me so like, my mouth is so, so, so moist right now. It's feeling really good. Back to the show. Uh, check it out. I mean, it's just, it's just a fun song. Blazing. Now this is where we get to the, okay. (laughs) Okay. How could it be little me had the power to be the best beat in the league? Yeah, inevitably, but could it be little me? You was heckling me. Now it's monotony when a regularly, yo. When I first heard that, I was like, how the fuck am I going to learn this shit right here? I, you know, because, you know, as a as a stand, I'm like, I have to I have to learn all these lyrics. I have to learn them all in 30 seconds or else I'm a failure and my mother is going to hate me. Um, I I needed to learn the words to these songs. So when I first heard it, I was I was overwhelmed. But I was impressed. Um, go against me now. I dare you, Bambi. And it just kind of reminds you that Nicki Minaj is not that girl to fuck with when it comes to the pen. Because I don't know many female rappers who can flip words the way that she flips words and turn them into different things. And everything has another meaning on the side of it. And it's like double, triple, and quadruple entendres and it's like who comes up with this shit and so i was really impressed with this song and that's and that's why you know when she calls herself the female wheezy i don't know another male rapper that can flip words the way that wayne flips words you know it's just it's so amazing to me so that's why blazing is just like it's amazing and then then we get to kanye it's like kanye's verse is good but it's like, why did she let Kanye have this song? I feel like she gave him that long ass verse because she felt bad for like demolishing him on Monster. That's how I feel because I, I just I just don't understand how we get like 17 minutes of Kanye West on one track. And then by the time he's finished, it's like I'm a fly, a fly high, I'm blazing. It's like, oh, damn, the song is still on. I had no idea. You know, this motherfucker been rapping for 18 years. I'm over it. Um, but blazing is definitely one of those where you, you listen to Nikki's verse, for me anyway. And then it's skip to the next one, which is here I am. Oh, God, here I am such a such a oh i just the mm, it's so raw it's so real it has so much flavor the power that that has the influence that that has the international implications that that has it's just such it just oh it's such a great song and 
initially, you know, when the song came out, I thought the song was about a relationship. And so down the line, Nikki explains that the song was actually a, like her talking to the industry and then she kind of molded it into a relationship. So it was more relatable. But hearing that it was like she kind of wrote the song to the industry, it's like the it, it, the 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 meaning for the song for me got deeper. The song meant a little bit more to me. It already meant a lot, but it meant more to me that she was feeling this way about the industry. You know what I'm saying? It's like I might pop a couple of them Percocets, man. That'll make me transform to Hercules. Like it just it it says a lot about what she was going through at the time. It's like the industry. You know, she had a lot of love, but she also had a lot of hate. And, you know, as a human, you can't just act like, you know, bad things are not happening to you or you don't have negative emotions sometimes. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't even know if you can call emotions negative, but not so you're not happy all the time with things that are happening around you and to you. And so that that song kind of it, it kind of talks about that. Um, definitely a dope song is reminiscent of like Still I Rise and um, Sweetest Girl and songs like that like songs that really like show a different it, it shows you the depth of Onika and not just Nicki Minaj and it kind of gave me like um, old school like they would have played this on the radio like back in the early 2000s type vibe but it was like 2010 after that, we have Dear Old Nikki. Dear Old Nikki was, um, I, I feel like this is probably one of those songs that Nikki hates. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, she hates Massive Attack. Um, Dear Old Nikki, I, I do like the song. The message at the time when it first came out, it meant a lot because we did see a drastic, not drastic, but we did see a change. Nikki was very polished by the time this album had came out and she had become a different artist and a more well-rounded artist. And she didn't have, um, you know, four inch nails on her fingers and she wasn't rocking, um, a wet and wavy with the bamboo earrings. It was a different Nicki Minaj. And so the song was just basically saying, I acknowledge that I'm a different Nicki Minaj than I used to be. And sometimes I miss the old Nicki Minaj because the old Nicki Minaj didn't have to deal with some of the stuff that the new Nicki Minaj has to deal with. And the old Nicki Minaj probably would have done things differently. But in order for me to be the new Nicki Minaj, the Nicki Minaj that I am now, I had to get rid of her. And I, I really think she, I feel like she wrote the song for the fans because a lot of us have. Now, at the time, a lot of y'all don't know this. Like if you would, if you would, if you were posting old pictures of Nikki and she was following you, she would unfollow you. Like she and she literally tweeted one time, "Stop posting old pictures." Like she did not like us posting old pictures of ourselves. Now, now these days, these barbs they get away with everything. I grew up the hard way. You know how you know how you grow up. If you the oldest and you get the you get the the hard end of the motherfucking deal, but when you get your, your sibling come around. It's like your parents are nicer to them. It's like, girl, what the, the, I wasn't allowed to, uh, uh, I wasn't allowed to do all that now, child. And that's how I feel about these new age barbs. These barbs that came here after starships and shit like that. They get away with every motherfucking thing. We couldn't do half the shit on Nikki timeline that these bitches get to do today. But that's a whole nother conversation. That's a conversation for the team, you know. I'm talking to y'all, so I'm gonna let that go. But I feel some type of way. But I do feel like. 
Nikki definitely um, wrote that for the fans just to say I, I acknowledge that y'all acknowledge that I'm different and different is not such a bad thing your love your love such a beautiful song uh, it's a little hood it is a little hood with the, the, the shit that she rapping about she rapping about a hood ass nigga but she love this nigga um, the thing about you know your love ended up being the official lead single off the album and um rightfully so the song had been leaked for a while like that excuse me if i'm not mistaken the song had been out since like oh nine you know what i'm saying like it had the the leaked original version and it was i thought that was the best shit ever and then she redid it i was like you know how you get so used to hearing a song and then like an artist remasters it and shit like that it's like girl why you do this but then you know now my now my ears my ear got used to it very quickly and uh if you if you guys know the original version had like different bars at the end of the verses and so i had to learn the new shit all over again but it's definitely a better version because i was listening to the older version today i was like okay i see why she really did this shit (laughs) um i remember her saying she was like she she liked the song but she didn't want people to hear it like that and it had leaked and it was getting spins on the radio and so i think by the time it was going number one or had already gone number one it was still the old version being played and so she just redid it and yeah your love is a it's a it's a beautiful song it's just about love the video i was so mad in the video because i was like they killed my sister they killed my sister but um yeah next song last chance i could have been had fame jump shot with a stupid ass aim but you couldn't get around the last name so my crossover wins the last game and it's ill right switched up the flow but i still switched up the flow but i still might wait switched up the flow but it's still right <laughs> go back to that yeah i still might i'ma just do beat when it feel right uh i be feeling real fake when i be forgetting the lyrics and i know all the lyrics and i just sometimes my brain frees up but you know i don't feel bad because nikki be forgetting the shit too and it's like well sis you wrote her hell you can forget uh i thought natasha benefield was a nice fit on that too it was a different sound for nikki as well super bass oh talk about overwhelmed with blazing trying to learn the lyrics i was like how the fuck am i gonna learn all these words um that's one of her biggest hits i think at the time i think right now it's either eight or nine times platinum um and she doesn't give a fuck about getting the shit to diamond i feel like i feel like she's being cheated i feel like it, it it's diamond by now it has to be that's how i feel there's no way it's not um because the song just doesn't get old everybody who knew the song when it came out still raps it like it just came out it's such a fun song Uh, top five videos for me because i had never seen nikki like that it was so cute so fun uh super bass is like you know how every artist has their like um their halo you know the the some the song they th- that they perform at the end of their show to be like okay bye um super bass is definitely that for nikki yeah such a such a such a great song blow your mind now not everybody likes this song and i can see why cuz you know in terms of you know the way songs go it might not be the best song 
you know what I'm saying? But I really do like it. Yo, 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 yo. Tell them bitches not to drink no more. It's actually whoa, 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 whoa. Tell them niggas not to drink no more. Thinking that he hot, he really just so so. Now that's just a ridiculous motherfucker. I love the song. Um, it doesn't get the credit it deserves, but also I get why people don't see it for that song. You know, every it might have been a filler for the album. This was a pretty long album, if I must say so myself. Um, but Nikki does that with all her albums. She jams a lot of tracks on there, and that's fine. But I, I, I'm hoping for her fifth album that it's a more concise album. Um, and that's kind of like what I liked about Queen too. Queen was the most concise of all her albums, but I still feel like Queen was too long. I just feel like these days people don't have the time to consume a 20 plus track album. It's just like they don't want to do it. Unless you're a really big fan, you're going to listen to all this shit anyway. But most people are not going to take that time and just like be consuming 23 tracks. Mooney is a... Now that's a hit that stick like grits. And, she, you know, she promised us a video. We never got no fucking video for this song. And I feel some type of way about it. Okay. Um, Mooney is just the told y'all the trick shit. Told y'all to fix tape. Bitches with my old shit. By my old mixtape. I ain't fucking with you bum bitches no more. Because I'm making too much money. Motherfucking money for you hoes. Okay. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on I got a different type of bag. And I'm not fucking with you bum bitches no more. It's just not gonna work. And if you want to fuck with my old shit, you want me to do that old shit again, where you're gonna have to go stream that old shit. At the time, it wasn't no streaming. You was downloading that shit. Go play that shit, bitch. Cause I'm not giving you no more of that. I'm moving on. Stop asking me to do old shit. Love that song. Moonie in the pesos. Girls fall like dominoes. A lot of prophecies in this song. Nikki, Nikki is the Nikki is the is the queen of prophesying. She says shit, and shit comes to fruition. I'm out in Paris, my love. I go with Beyonce. How did you literally predict that? You literally ended up on stage with Beyonce in Paris. Four years after you said that, who would have fucking thunk it? Like this bitch is fucking. Um, psychic it's like she's uh, if you pay attention to a lot of stuff Nikki that has happened in Nikki's life she said it will happen and it has happened to even to the people who for who have forsaken her and when she says things like go against Nikki it's gonna cost you because a lot of the time these girls they go up against her and they think it's some grand thing and then everybody forgets about them because you got your moment and now everybody's over you because you you were too busy trying to get over on Nicki Minaj instead of trying to level yourself up. And now you out here looking like a fucking dumbass. And I got a whole segment for you dumbasses on the next motherfucking episode. But that's another that's another episode. Um, Catch me. Now let me tell y'all something. Catch me. We're going to come back to that. We're going to do that last Oh, it kind of is last, but Roman's Revenge with Lil Wayne is the last song on the deluxe edition of Pink Friday. Now, Nicki ended up putting the, all these songs on streaming because some of them weren't. Um, and so there's different versions of the album. So there's the, there's Pink Friday, then there's Pink Friday Deluxe, and then there's Pink Friday Deluxe Edition, which is 
it has all the other songs um all 20 of the songs that came from this album catch me is her best oh i i I mean i don't know if it's her best but it's like a so it's my favorite it's just so oh it just i you succeeded at your attempts to make me need you desperately to vindicate me it's funny how you could always make me feel small i have given my all catch me catch me i think i'm gonna fall i did an art project i was in graphic design class I did an art project on this song and it was a type typography project so you I literally typed the lyrics to this song out but I designed it in a way to make it look like the words were falling to kind of match the that's some that's some you know graphic design shit but that just goes to show how I was how connected I am to this song it's just so moving the beat the beat kind of makes you travel and it takes you with you and then she starts it takes you with it and then she starts rapping and she's talking about how she's in this relationship and the guy is not the she's she's like giving her all to this guy and he's not giving it all back it's it's one of those unrequited love songs that i love i love those simple ass songs that talk about oh i love you but you don't love me and i'm hurt about it like I love those type of songs. Even when I'm in a good ass mood, I will throw on Catch Me and be like extracurricular, parallel, and then I am perpendicular. Hit them with the O now. That's just ridiculous. We could have cleared up. I am at your disposal. I'm all over the place, y'all, but this is my song. Like, you can't tell me shit about this song. This is like one of her best. So, all in all, if I had to rate Pink Friday out of five stars, honest my honest review of the album today if the album came out today i would give it a four and a half out of five to be to be i mean i feel like that's me being unbiased and me being like fair and the only reason why i'm taking off half a star is because a is like remember i'm reviewing it now not if i was reviewing it in 2010 but i'm reviewing it now it's a little too long there's a couple fillers that could have been left off um but other than that it was great the rollout was great the promotion was great the press run was great the packaging was great and the album the photo shoot everything it's just like it could not have been a more perfect debut album not to mention the highest debut by a female rapper since lauren hill at that time no other female rapper has debuted that high and we just had you know, I, I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. We just had Little Kim to debut with less than three thousand. We had we just had Cash Doll to debut with like six thousand. I feel like the strongest debuts since Nicki Minaj were Iggy Azalea and Cardi B, and even they still didn't top the three hundred seventy-five. Now, mind you, in twenty ten there was no streaming. Three hundred seventy-five thousand was pure units. You know, people were physically buying this album and that's just not happening these days you know what i'm saying so it just it just goes to show what time it was what was going on at the time what the climate was in female rap and how Nicki Minaj just came and stormed in and won everybody over this is the conclusion of this episode i hope you guys enjoyed my rambling 
Um, I hope you enjoyed this album. Um, I've been enjoying it for nine years. Never get tired of it. Um, so happy birthday, Pink Friday. This is kind of like my Nicki Minaj appreciation episode. I wanted to do this episode so long ago where I just like dedicate a whole episode to Nicki. But this is this is kind of my way of doing it because this album is classic. And I'm <laughs> I'm not going to do it again for the 10 year anniversary. Um, but, you know, it's just my way of saying I love this album. I love you, Nicki. And yeah, guys, please remember to tune in for the next episode rate review and subscribe share 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 please tell people about the show if you like it um if they ask you about it and you don't like it feel free to say that too look i'm all about honesty um rate us on apple that helps us get seen um also you know leave a review tell us what you like what you don't like follow the page on instagram boys next door pod that's boys with a z next door p-o-d um I still accept questions. Ask boys next door. I think that's the email, right? Um, at gmail.com. Follow me on the Instagram at Blackberry B L A C C B R R Y. I mean, you can follow me on Twitter. I might get deleted. You never know. I'm constant. I like. I'm on my fifth or sixth account at this point. Like Twitter, fuck you. I might do a whole episode on that uh, as to why my last account got deleted. And it's because you niggas are so fucking weak in the fucking head. Like y'all didn't get no hugs when y'all was kids, and it shows. But we're not gonna get into that. Thank you. This has been uh fun. I'm glad to be back on the mic thanks for waiting thanks for everybody who's been reaching out where's the episode when are we getting a new episode um thanks for waiting thanks for tuning into the previous episodes and actually giving a fuck um so yeah okay bye